You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of Spits and Suds, 105.3 The Fan. I'm Gavin Spittle, joined by two-time Stanley Cup winner, one of your favorite all-time Dallas stars, Coming off a big Stars win against the Columbus Blue Jackets, he's Craig Ludwig. We ready to have some fun today, Luds. Is there a different host today? <laughs> or is it Gavin? Is Gavin, is that you? You bet, man. Hockey Hawk here. Uh, okay, well, then I probably would have a different answer. But, yes, I'm I'm, I'm ready. It's, there's it's, Eddie uh, the Eagle and there's Hockey Hawk. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You're you're more like a snack for an eagle. <laughs> but what you are is if you ever look in the sky and you always see, you know, the big crows and all that. Yeah, that's little, yeah, it's big a good thing bird. Flying around. And there's that little tiny shitty pain in the ass bird that's always screwing around with the bigger birds. On its tail. I'm the crow. I'm and right. Way, yeah, that that's you. That's the, that's you. The crow, right? Not the crow, the the little tiny nipping at people's heels, you know, pecking at their ears, trying to get the leftovers. That's you. Okay, so before we start, since you brought it up, sir, I am an amateur bird enthusiast. Are you really? I, I have a, a real good friend who for years can be driving in his car with a window down and a bird can chirp which you don't i mean and yeah his name his nickname is boy he'll tell you what it was he just just like that he'll tell you exactly what i'm, it I'm was. getting there i i'm i'm getting there it's because of where i live near the dallas arboretum that i get a lot of like the white rock parrots have stopped by my backyard which are awesome i'll text you a picture um but well, you just paint. You already painted another picture of yourself for me. So, <laughs> so good. You know, I will say, as a 16 year old, I saw someone going into the woods with one of those hats and binoculars, and I said, "Man, I hope I'm never that guy." And now I'm that guy. So th- there you go. But uh, I tell you that because you mentioned crows, Craig, and I had a problem with hawk in my yard plucking off my doves that come to my yard. So just for those out there. If you can feed the crows, the crows will get rid of the hawk. And there you go. Oh, we're off to a great start today. <laughs> the stars speak. Stars win five three. And uh there you go. Yeah, absolutely. So here's here's my thoughts, Craig. I, I you know, they they aren't the prettiest wins, but at the same time. I think this Stars team is collecting a lot of points, and I don't think we've seen the best of this team yet. No, I, you know, again, I, you know, you've heard me say this, and Dallas has played what seven, eight games, something like that. So I, 
you know, I'm always at the start of the season. I don't, I don't know if you can really judge any team um, till they play 10, 15, doing, you know, 15 and 20 games. I think once you get to that point, I think you're kind of rounding into who you believe that team is going to be the rest of the year. Um, <clears throat> I think you'll see, you know, some of the weaker teams in the league probably get better, um, you know, because they're, they're usually like work in progress. I, San Jose, I don't know if they're going to get better. Um, but, you know, for the most part, um, the good teams have a foundation. And, uh, you know, Dallas has been working on that foundation now for four or five years. And I, I believe that uh, with some of the additions that, that they made, they were, you know, trying to put a couple more, more bricks in place. And um, I think you're going to continue to see them get better in different areas of the ice. I think individually also, they're going to continue to get better. I, I mean, I think that, I think we're getting a glimpse right now of what Matt Duchesne can be. Obviously, real good game from him. And he yeah. stood out in every game. I yeah, mean, I he was, has. I had, I had a question mark, you know, in the beginning of the year or even in the summer when, when they, I'm like, man, does he have, did, does he have gas left? And, you know, I think we spoke about this last time. I think what he did is when he had, you know, how many of her teams were interested in his services this year, he looked at the roster and went, oh, yeah, I'll play on that team. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's a team, this is a team that suits him. And and it's a coach that suits him. You know, and again, again, I think if you look at some of the players and the way that this team is built, um, I think he looked at it as a team that you can have fun on. And, and from a coaching standpoint, you know, they like to get up and go and, um, you know, we're always going to be concerned or at least I will be at what happens at the other end of the rink. But, yeah. um, <clears throat> that's the good news is they got a guy down there and he, as long as he's staying healthy, um, you know, he, he seems to clean up whatever mess has come along. So, um, you know, it, it it's going to be I, one thing for sure. Dallas and I think Jim Neal understands that and Jim you know there's been when you hear some GMs talk they get it um in the new the new generation they'll talk about this is an entertainment business you know we don't want to be they don't want to be the teams that that I played on you know yeah we had success but it was a different time but you know I mean we've had people talk to us after we won eight nine games in a row they'd say we're boring to watch <laughs> and I was always <laughs> like well would you rather see us lose six to two or be in the finals, you know, and, oh, no, no, we want you in the finals. So I think what, what this, and again, it's, it starts with obviously the, the league and, and the commissioner and, and, you know, the fans want an entertaining game. It's a new generation and, and Dallas is entertaining. I mean, they can, they bring you out of your seats at times at both ends of the ring sometimes. But again, yeah. like I said, what, what brings you out of your seat more often than not for me is that Jake made a great save, Boy, <laughs> you know, that was that's special. Okay, as long as he's making the great save. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that he didn't go for the move against Jenner and just caught the puck with the glove, you know, uh, almost caught it completely. But that was just a special third period. And that, that was at a high moment in the game uh, with Columbus trying to claw back into it. So, um, you know, probably one that, you know, because Jake's a perfectionist, that, um, you know, that one of those goals that, you know, went underneath his arm, he probably wants back. But at the same time, isn't it funny, Craig, that we're at the point now where if our goalie gives up three goals, we're like, what's going on? I mean, that's he's serious. just that good. Yeah, that that's, again, to me, that's the difference between a regular season team and a, and a regular season slash playoff team. Um, 
you know, they, it, it's, it's just, it's the way the playoffs are. Things tighten up. You play the same team other, every other night for, for two weeks. And, you know, it's about adjustments and, you know, and, and when you got that guy in the back, your game can change a little bit. You know, you can, you can go ahead and say, you know, this is how we're putting our team together. And, you know, we, you know, it, it isn't a three, two league anymore. You know, it's more of a four, three league. I mean, it, and when I, I mean by goals. And so, um, you know, I think the fans like it when, when there's more than three goals scored in a game, four goals scored in a game, they want, they want to see six, seven, eight, but they also want to see, you know, you come out on the right end of it. And when you have a goaltender um, that can make that, and when you say, when you say Jake didn't go for the move, I don't know if Jake ever goes for the move. And the only reason I say that is he's so comfortable. It, it seems like to me in his size, he is such a big kid and he takes up such of the net and, and especially things down low, he doesn't have to over, over adjust because he can go post to post with his legs. It, it was very similar to Ben Bishop, you know, when Bishop was healthy and you couldn't get pucks by him, you know, and Ben was, I, I believe Ben was a little bit taller, obviously than Jake. And, and so those guys can play on their knees, you know, they can get down, they can take a lot of, a lot of space up and, and, and it's hard for guys that are scoring goals to find, you know, find holes in these guys. So I think he can be a little bit more of a quiet goalie where, whereas when, when Wedgwood gets in there, or, you know, there's some other, you know, there's some smaller goalies in the league and I think it's, they got to work harder. You know, they got to travel farther to make a save that goes across the crease or, or even when there's traffic in front, you know, Jake stands straight up and down, you know, he's big enough and spreads himself out. He can stand and he can almost look over the top of, um, you know, who and what's ever in front of him. So it's a great advantage to have a guy that's got size and has the athletics, uh, athleticism that, that he has. And, and he, there's just a calm demeanor about him that it seems like to me, I mean, regardless if he gives up that, that goal that went between his legs last night, it was just a little bit of a drop of the head and the drop of the head was like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. I should have had that. I know I should have had that, you know? So, and then he, and for what a great quality, because that, that's what Eddie was. I know I always seem to go back to Belfort, but when Eddie let in a goal that he didn't think was up to his standards, you know, it, it wasn't a woe was me. It was like, okay, that's it done. No more of those, you know? And then he comes up with some special saves, which is what, you know, Otter's been doing. It was great to see the stars come out of the box just 27 seconds in scoring the first goal of the game. And I say that, Craig, because I wanted to get your thoughts as a former player. Only seven games in the last 19 days. What's it like as a player playing a few days off and then playing as opposed to the back-to-backs or the four games in the five days? Because I do remember you saying you loved getting back on the ice immediately in game-time situations. Yeah, you know what? I, I think you can look at it depends on the summer, I think. Sometimes it depends on the offseason. Did you have guys that, you know, some key guys that had some surgeries or had some bumps and bruises at the end of the season and it gives you time to heal? A lot of times when you get into the uh the preseason stuff, you know, now it's it's not like you have two two weeks to get ready. You know, you come back and they all come back early. They come back early and they'll skate and a lot of them have kids, and so the school starts. So um, <clears throat> you know, they'll they get back and they start skating. And so, but there's nothing like playing real games. And, and even in the preseason games, especially for veteran guys, I mean, not to say that you go through the motions, but there's really nothing out there to prove for you until you get going. So with that being said, unfortunately, that's when those kind of injuries will, will come along, you know, a little, 
little ache here, a little bump and bruise, a little strain on a groin and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, you can kind of ease into it a little bit, but I think you look at the teams that are out and out in front. I think you'd rather have that time off in the middle of the season, middle to the, to the last third of the season. So, you know, you're, I would expect this team to be in a fairly comfortable position with 20 games to go um, in the season. And, and it's a good time that, you know, maybe you just, you don't sit guys out, but you can maybe reduce minutes. And, and if they're not 100%, which nobody's ever 100% after you play 60 games anyways, but but it's a, I think it's a nice luxury to have to say, you know, we've got – Dallas has got a good depth here. I mean, you can you can go ahead and you can look at the – you know, and now there's a solid top, top three line. And I think the key in that top three line thing for Dallas is going to be – and we saw it last night. It, Mason Marchman, if he continues to play and, and build chemistry um, – the way he is, uh, the Donov been good or Dadanov, whatever he decides to call himself. Depends tomorrow. on the day. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I just I just think that when you have that kind of depth, it, it's really nice. But then look at how the fourth, the so-called fourth line. I mean, I've really liked Craig Smith. I mean, and yeah. we know Delancre and, and your buddy Foxa. And so but again, it, it, they're role guys, and, and I think they understand their roles. And I think that's part of bringing in a guy like Craig Smith. And, you know, he's come in, he understands his role. And if it's, whether it's Delandria or Foxa, who may have been a top two, three center before, getting them to buy into, hey, we're a big piece of this team having success. You know, whether we're playing 10 minutes a night or we're playing 15 minutes a night penalty kill, whatever it may be, it, it's an important guy to have in that situation with some guys. And I don't mean Fox is young anymore, but but to be able to get them to buy into what they are. So there's a good balance here. And the, the question marks are are, are getting answered. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think that, I think Thomas Harley can be a partner for for uh, Miro. I, I really do. I, I don't Looking know. Looking that way, isn't it? Well, and the only reason I say that, and, and this is no slight against Suter, none whatsoever, but but I think he defends better in certain situations at this time. And I think Ryan and, and Miro are kind of the same kind of guy. And, and I mean, Suits knows that 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 Miro's going to go, and 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 so he, but he's probably not the top defender on the team. I, I don't think he is, but I mean, I I think I've always thought of Essa being that guy. Yeah. But you know, S has got some miles on him, but I, I just think Harley's been, man, he's been, for me, he's been really, does he have little speed bumps here and there? Yeah. But that's part of the process of being a young defenseman. And you know, there's that number so-called number get to 200, 250, 300 games. And they say, that's when defensemen are at their, <clears throat> they've learned a lot by then. I, I don't know. He's showing that, that he's ahead of the curve. So pretty awesome. Just, thinking about it, Craig, you got young Hayskin in, you got young Harley, you got, Young Lundquist, you got more defensemen coming from the minors. Good core for the future. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, and and again, you got to plug some other forwards in it because again, you you know, guys like Joe and and Jamie and Tyler aren't gonna, you know, they're gonna there's gonna come a time. I, I don't know if Jamie Ben's going to be able to play to 40 like, like Joe Pavelski does only because Jamie Ben's got, I said this, you know, I compared him to Brendan Morrow at times, you know what I mean? Playing that kind of a game and, and a physical game and fighting and everything else that Jamie brings to the table, it takes a bigger toll on your body. I think it took a bigger toll on, on Brendan only because of a size standpoint, Jamie's a big, strong man, you know, so, and he's proven he can still do it, but you know, Dallas has got some, you know, forwards that I think that they're, they're kind of happy when they see what's going on here. The player's not happy. There's a couple of players that want to be here and believe that they could be here. But in the long run, you know, it ends up, you know, you're not going to have all Wyatt Johnson that can just step into the lineup and, and be really good. So three games for the Stars in the next four nights. And they have Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver. So they head to the west of Canada and I wanted to ask you as a player and now current coach, I mean, the stars have been on, you know, when they had to play Vegas and then Anaheim, there was some time on the road, spent time in California. You know, they talk about road trip as far as bonding as a former player, now coach. Can you go into depth about that? What kind of bonding takes place that doesn't happen when you're on your home ice? Well, the first thing comes to mind, no kids, no wives, no girlfriends. Um, you know, so it's just the guys and you're together 24 seven with the exception of, you know, six hours of sleep at night. That's about it for me because, but then again, I was the guy that didn't, wasn't even around my family when I was in Dallas. So, um, (laughs) it's, it's, um, it's different now. I mean, this, this particular trip, three games in four nights, I mean, there's, uh, you know what they're doing is they're playing traveling sleeping that's what they're doing uh you know so there's not you're eating team meals together you know they're going to leave after games so there's no going out and having a couple of beers after calgary tomorrow night because you're you know you're you know and i shouldn't say i don't know their schedules there are times when but typically you know that you're gonna you're gonna fly out uh uh right after the game you know and you yeah. get into your hotel room um they'll eat on the plane you get in get your key Go up to the room, shut her down. Get up in the morning, um, probably won't skate. And because they play that night, they'll have a team meeting. They may go to the rink. They may do it in the hotel. You come back, you have your lunch, you go up, you lay down for a couple hours for the most part. You get up, you get on the bus or take a cab over early, play the game, get on a plane. Next day, probably a day off. You know, the the, the day in between games, um, you'll have a the breakfast you have a team meal you know and and it's rinse and repeat so these aren't the bonding uh kind of trips i think the bonding trips that that happened back with us were um where you would play you go on the road for two three days or two three games and you have a couple days off in between you know so and, and you weren't we at the time we weren't we weren't always flying out after games. We'd fly a lot of times, maybe the next day or the morning of, or whatever it may be. Um, you know, so you were able to go out at night and, and, you know, that brings playing guilty the next game too, which I think is a motivating thing, but, but that again, those times have changed. Um, those were those to me, when you have the road can be, yes, it can be really good bonding time, but you got to have some time available to do it. 
And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the scheduling now, um, along with, they have mandatory days off, you know, and so you, you can't, you know, they do what they do. And like I said, it's not like where there's 16 guys getting together and hitting the bar at two o'clock in the afternoon and come rolling in at two o'clock and in the morning and that kind of stuff. It's just, that's not the way players are wired now. So, um, but you know, they're obviously a tight group. I mean, you can tell, you can tell the way that they, they, they joke around and, and, and again, they're not all going to be the same, but, uh, but I think they're a tight group to start with, but in order to have the bonding kind of things, you have to have some time, time in between games and, you know, a trip like this, it's usually like that. It's the same kind of thing. Unfortunately for guys, when they go out to California, I mean, it used to be where you'd have two, three days off in between, you know, but when you're playing the three and four because of travel and all that other kind of stuff, there's not a lot you can do. So, all right, coach Ludwig. Here's your decision. Here go back to back. <laughs> you have Wednesday at Calgary, Thursday at Edmonton. What are you doing between the pipes? Or as oh, coach, are you Wedgwood tomorrow night? Okay. Wedgwood tomorrow night, and then Jake back to back. So you're That's not giving me. you're not giving Ottinger the option. You're not saying Jake which one, or are you saying because I, I agree don't know. With you. you know, honestly, <clears throat> that's between him and his goalie coach. I don't know. Is I don't know the the relationship there. I don't know is Jake. Uh, I don't want to say too young. But I don't mean it like that. I, he's not the Patrick Waugh that that you know wrote his schedule down in August and handed it to the coaches and said these are the games I'm going to play this year. I'm going to play 72 games and these are the ones that I'm not going to play these. Um, I just think today's day that and again the only reason I say that is because with Connor McDavid being back in Edmonton, that that's a completely different team. And um, they seem to have a different jump when he's in the lineup. Yep. Tough game. Vancouver is a completely different team than they were last year. They're off to a great start. They're scoring a ton of goals. So I think, and Calgary hasn't won. Cal- Calgary's a, 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 they're a tire fire right now. So they have no idea what's going on. So I think, and again, if you can go ahead, you get the first goal, get it within the first 10 minutes of the game, their fans will go, you know, you'll start hearing it. And that's hard to play. Uh, you know, they've got a couple key acquisitions. Uh, you know, Kadri doesn't seem to be uh, all into playing for Calgary right now. And I think that, you know, you get some of the top players that are starting to doubt what's going on there and you can throw something at them early in the game. I just think it would, might be the, a good time. But again, the other the other side of the coin will say, hey, they're due to have a good game. You know what I mean? They're due to win a game. <clears throat> so, um, but again, they may be, because I just think that, I think you want Jake against Connor McDavid. That's what I think. I think you have, and so if you can give him a game off, get him ready for an Edmonton, Edmonton game that seems to have, you know, McJesus is back. And so there's a different, you know, so I, I think that anytime you go on the road, you want to take two out of three games. I mean, yes, you want to win them all, but I think if you can you can save your number one guy in this particular situation with a team that isn't doing so well right now, they're not scoring a ton of goals. They got a lot of goals going in. Yes, the goalies the goalie played well the other night. Um, so it could be a two three game. It could be a two four game. Something like that. So I, I just think that's the spot to put Wedgwood in. Um, but you know, again, like I said, that 
that's between the goalie coach and the head coach. I, I agree with you. I was surprised that Wedgwood was in against uh, Toronto, but I actually uh, thought he played really well. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but again, like, you know, that's a good team coming in, right? Yep. I mean, that that's a good team and, you know, throw, throw the guy in there. And, and you know, again, I, I think that I believe what they're doing. They know Dallas knows this is my belief. They, you'll never say it out loud. They're a playoff team. They, they should be, you know, them in Colorado to me are going to be jockeying for that number one spot, Correct. you know? And, and so, so if you've got to give up a couple games here or there with a backup goalie to make sure that your number one is, is well rested, has no fatigue that sets in that with a fatigue kind of injury, which always seems to be groin related or things like that because we know the most important time of the year. It doesn't matter if you're going to finish number one, number three, number four at the end of the year. If you're starting on the road, you're at home. You got to win in both places. Let, let's have our most important player um, ready to go, rested, not overworked throughout the course of the year, and ready to go at the most important time. Yeah, absolutely.